With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to Tyrac.com slash sports. Tyrac.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Remember all those big dreams you used to have, and then life made other plans? With a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van, it's time to bring those dreams back. Start your own business or commit to van life with a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Now, you could win the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter Mode 4x4 that we have. Enter the Dan Patrick Show Ultimate Camping Rig Sweepstakes. To enter, get official rules. Visit danpatrick.com or foxsportsradio.com. Have to do it by February 2nd for your chance to win. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Hey, what up? Welcome in. Doug Gottlieb with an all-new all-ball, all-basketball, 
all the time. Oh, yeah. Now we're a couple games into the NBA playoffs. Uh, quick uh, promotional note. Uh, the Doug Gottlieb Show is available, Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app, 12 to 3 uh, Pacific Coast time, 3 to 6 Eastern time. Um, I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you a couple of bang, 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 bang thoughts. And then what I will do is we'll get to uh, the NBA draft and the NBA draft lottery. Okay, so look, um, in regards to the NBA's ratings being down, I think 40% year to year in terms of playoffs last year to playoffs this year on ESPN. Um, one of the things that the NFL has maintained for the most part is the integrity of their calendar, right? Now, Thursday obviously has changed that, but there's a certain selectivity to when NFL games are on. And what I think the NBA is experiencing now is the same thing they've experienced in the regular season with the ratings since the new TV deal came in, which is just, it's just too much. We went from not having any live sports to there's not, doesn't seem to be a moment where there's an NBA game that's not on. You know, so I, I, truly believe this. This is my true belief, that um, there are portions of a bunch of different stories which have caused the NBA's ratings to be down. The primary of which, the biggest of which is, I think there's just a lot of games on. There's not an importance to it. You can't tell regular season to postseason. You know, we now have baseball on all the time, and it just becomes background noise. It's become a little bit of what a little bit of what baseball has has always been for me in the summer, which is, or golf, right? You leave it on, you come in, you go out, you don't really pay attention to it, and then you watch in key moments. And I think there's a, that, that's a good portion of it. I also believe that, look, you, you don't have a couple of the best players and most watchable. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving aren't playing for the Brooklyn Nets. Like... I understand that KD is coming back from a catastrophic injury. He will have missed more time with this injury than any other star player has ever missed with an Achilles tendon, and that would have been the same case even if he played in the bubble. So this idea that he's not ready, he may not have been himself, but he absolutely was ready to play. He was already working out and playing. Um, And then, you know, Kyrie... So the first portion is... Let me give credit to Adam Silver because the bubble has gone off relatively without a hitch. There obviously are some pitfalls to it, which I said you would see coming, which is, you know, guys in this environment for two, three months, you're not always going to get optimum performance out of them. And that's happened. It's happened. And probably on some level gets worse. There'll be some atrophy in terms of uh, of some of their mental muscles because you're just... Now, there's been a positive to it and that it does feel like there's better chemistry with these teams than there's ever been. But in the mistakes that Adam Silver has made being a player's commissioner, I think, you know, not working behind the scenes to, for example, get Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to play, that hurts the league. Of, of the 10 most recognizable stars to play on a team which is based in New York City and offered to not play. I mean, look, DeAndre Jordan had COVID, but he would have been recovered in time. Obviously, Spencer Dinwiddie went through a lot, <clears throat> but the idea that Brooklyn and their top players opted out, that hurts you. Then you have Golden State that has uh, at least one, if not the most popular, well-liked, beloved player in the game in Steph Curry. Plus, they have the championship credo, and I understand that they didn't belong in the bubble, that you, the 22 teams was about just about right. But I'm talking about the reality of why the ratings are down, which is, like, look, you have no KD... 
no Kyrie, no Steph, no Clay, no Draymond. Right? And then you do have a lot of player movement where it does become really hard to wait. Westbrook's on the Rockets, but also, by the way, isn't playing in the playoffs. And and LeBron, it still hasn't clicked yet in terms of LA. I don't know. I I just um I think Zion was a disappointment. Like, what is the reason for watching Eastern Conference basketball in the playoffs? There there isn't much. There isn't much. I, I think we're all in awe of the talent and the spectacle that is Giannis, but he's just not he's not yet as refined as KD. And he's not the name of some of these other American-born stars. So I, I think I, I think the Eastern Conference continuing to not really have many storylines that are good ones worth sharing. The, the Lakers thing hasn't hit, hasn't become a thing. You know, one of your best teams, your favorite by many people to win it is the Clippers, which is just has no national following. Let's like, in addition to Kawhi being silent for so many years and. Paul George switching teams, it's the Clippers. No one really grew up a Clippers fan. So you have these things kind of working against you, if you will. And then, look, I think at least a portion of it is the league's um, is the league's embrace of uh, the social justice warriors and the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I, I don't, like, I'm not personally offended in any way. But I would guess that if you did studies, and some people would inflate it, there'd be plenty of people like, I, I wasn't watching the NBA because they had Black Lives Matter. Like, well, were you were you going to watch the NBA beforehand? The answer is probably no. But but still, like you, you when you run the risk when you align politically, no matter how good a cause, you know, in terms and sincere your intentions are, it becomes divisive because it's politics. And whether or not you agree with the BLM movement or just the statement of Black Lives Matter, which I think everybody, like, you know, who's who's going to argue that? No one. Or no one should argue. Uh, I, th- I think what's be- what's happened is, and some of it is smart positioning by the other side, which is if you say Black Lives Matter, you somehow align with the movement, which, all right, what portion of the movement? Do you go by the statement, you know, on the website or just the idea that social justice reform is needed and that police brutality has been a problem for far too long for minorities, right? Like there's a, it's so complex that when we get into the, but that's not what happens, right? A political statement is made, sides are drawn, and I'm sure at least a portion of people like, I'm never watching the NBA again. And you can say good riddance if you're an NBA player, but that it's it's a lot like when you do national radio, like we all or a, a podcast, we, we all want to speak our minds and have our opinions and understand that if your opinion comes from a place that that's not based upon hate in any way, it's just how you feel and you're not violating anybody else's rights like you, you want to be supported for for your opinion. But the reality is some opinions, especially when they become political or politicized are so divisive that you run the risk of losing a good portion of your audience. That's always been like, look, that's what happened to the Dixie Chicks. That's what happened to the Dixie Chicks. So I don't know if, how I, I would love to see a study on what portion of people who previously watched the NBA aren't watching the NBA this year and politics are legitimately a reason why when I think a lot of it is talk or a lot of it is people that weren't watching the NBA anyway saying it. But I, I do believe that even the blindest of blind men could see that it 
in the litany of things that could play a factor as to why the NBA isn't rating as well, the embrace of the Black Lives Matter movement and the politicized kind of league being to the left, I would I would guess hurts it. I would I would guess it absolutely hurts it. I don't think that's a unreasonable guess or guesstimation as to what exactly is going on. All right, let me give you a couple thoughts on on some of these teams. Let's start with the Lakers. So the Lakers in back-to-back games have held the Portland Trailblazers to 100 and then 88 points. And there's been a lot of talk about Anthony Davis, who's great in Game 2 after being disappointed in Game 1, or LeBron James. And we can get into that discussion. But the most important thing is, what, what I learned about professional basketball, and I was, I was told it, but you have to like learn it to know it. And it's the, it's the expression that pros do what they do best. Okay? They do what they do best, whereas amateurs try to prove to you that they can do what you say they cannot. Now, that's the difference. You know, an, uh, a true pro will, if, if all he shoots is corner threes, all he's going to shoot is corner threes. If if you know, Sedale Three was a scoring guard in the NBA, and I'll never forget that Sedale Three, and you have to go back and look at analytics, but he if he went left, he would almost always dribble his left hand before he would shoot a pull up jump shot. If he went left, felt like a seventy percent shot. He went right, felt like a thirty percent shot. So you know what Sedale Three always would find a way to do: dribble that left hand before he'd shoot. Tony Parker, same thing. Watch him when he makes a move to the right. He would always bring that ball back in one dribble with the left, and it would help his shooting percentage. Pros do what they do best. Well, what do the Lakers do best? Defend. I I I, I hear you on wanting to play, um, you know, wanting to play J.R. Smith who hit three threes. You know, wanting to play some of the other guys in terms of getting some more offense. Deion Waiters, for example. But the L.A. Lakers became the one seed in the West based upon their defense, and that has not let them down in either game. 100 points for the Trailblazers, considering how high-powered they are. That's outstanding. 88's even better. Um, but the, you know, the big question is, can the Lakers still score when they have their defensive lineup out there? Last night, the answer was yes. Anthony Davis decided, I'm just going to take over, and Nurkic can't guard me. But that hasn't always been the case, and that's one of the things that gives you pause as they head deeper into the playoffs. I thought the Houston Rockets have, we talked about cohesion. Maybe it's because James Harden can't go to a strip club. You know, maybe it's because they don't have Russell Westbrook and yet he's trying to lead, but not having one of your stars gives greater opportunities to all the bench guys that are normally behind him and and James Harden. But whatever it is, they seem to be playing hard, tough, smart, and winning games in the the bubble, specifically in the playoffs. Um, The L.A. Clippers, I would guess that their biggest issue Again, this is by my estimation. Their biggest issue is I don't think they should have traded for Reggie Jackson. I think they should have. I have no problem with them, you know, getting another guard, especially when they acquired Reggie Jackson. They had all kinds of other injuries in their in their film room. Now, everybody is for the guards perspective. Everybody is healthy. So that shouldn't be an excuse for first for stashing some guys away. But I do think it's really interesting that we're talking about a team that has acquired Reggie Jackson, and now it's like all he knows how to do is score. He doesn't know how to run a team. And then you have Landry Shamit, who's coming off of COVID, but can really shoot, and I think is a better defender than Reggie, and doesn't have the ego of Reggie. Doesn't have the experience either, but he's never been scared. 
Like, I think the Reggie Jackson thing really screwed him up. In a team that's trying to find chemistry, you screwed up the chemistry even worse. And, and then you got the Milwaukee Bucks, who are fascinating, right? Um, obviously, they were great. The second game against Orlando, terrible. The first game against Orlando. But the big thing is, have people figured out how to guard Giannis? Well, not last night if you're Orlando, where you just give him so much space. But you have to get to his body. You have to get to him early. And then in the half court, you got to hope that he settles for jump shots. And sometimes you want him to make one early. I would, I'll, I'll say this. Look, I don't think, I think the Lamar Jackson comparison is a good one just because they're such freakish athletes. They take over in the regular season, but the postseason is a quarterback you got to be able to throw. And, and, you know, you're talking about 35, 40 times a game, leave a team from behind. The same thing is true in basketball as, as he tries to replace, you know, Tim Duncan. And I just don't see that happening. I don't see a, a trade happening. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Um, but I, I look at I look at the Bucks, and I think to myself, as much as Giannis is not yet refined enough to maybe win this thing on his own, I have a hard time thinking that Brooke Lopez is good enough at what he does. As a three-point shooting big, also a bit of a rim protector, rebounder. Like he's just not he's not a great three-point shooter. He's not a great rebounder. He's not a great rim protector. He's good at all these things, and he can also score with his back to the basket, but he doesn't do so often, and he would get in their way. I'm, just, I'm not sure if that's a good... As, as much as we say great things about the Clippers, how good is their lineup actually? Right? Lou Williams would come off the bench for whomever is in the playoffs because he can't guard. He takes crazy shots, and he, he's, this is a role which he's embraced. You can like Lou Will, which I do, but also be real about what his skill set entails. Um, they, they don't have a great inside game. Montrez Harrell is a, a good finisher, but he's not a great rebounder or shot block or whatever. Just a high-energy guy. So th- this is me telling you I do think that they're beatable. Even if they're not the one seed, I, I, do, I really think they're beatable. And I think that Giannis's flaws in that if you can keep him out of the lane and you can make some of the other players beat you, they just don't have the ability to beat you on their own. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, let me welcome in uh, Jason McIntyre. Of course, uh, J-Mac has the Straight Fire podcast, which is available on the iHeartRadio app every day. Hot news topic of the day. Of course, he's the founder of The Big Lead. All right, J-Mac, a bunch of things to hit you with. Let me start with the Lakers. Um, I said, look, they're built on defense and 100 points allowed in the first game, 88 yesterday. Were you more impressed by Anthony Davis or by their defense? Uh, I'm going to lean on the defense. You're right, Doug. They gave up 36 points in the first quarter of game one. And yesterday in the first half, okay, they gave up 39 points. I mean, they locked in. Damian Lillard had no room to operate. And let's be real, Portland, which has looked good in the bubble offensively, essentially had two guys. You know, Carmelo Anthony looked like the washed 30-whatever-year-old superstar he is. And it was basically Lillard and CJ. And when they were not available... Portland had nothing to do. Lakers defense was phenomenal, but props to Anthony Davis as well. You notice he didn't fade away, Doug. He didn't settle for the jumper. He attacked the rim relentlessly. Just an all-around great performance. Listen, this is why I predicted the Lakers would sweep Portland. Uh, Not that garbage effort in Game 1. Okay, Uh, let's go to the Clippers, who will play tonight. Uh, How big a buyer? Like, 
Do you think they're in trouble here in a series, which is 1-1, but very easily they could be down 0-2? Yeah, no, I'm with you. It could be 0-2. And I just, I'm curious as to the state of mind of Paul George. You never want to read too much, but I'm sure you saw his Instagram. He posted, like, what the bleep is everybody talking about? Stop coming after me. He was 4 for 17 in game, you know, in game 2. He did not look good at all. And he couldn't guard Luka, couldn't stay in front of the 21-year-old. I think he'll be locked in. I would assume Kawhi Leonard will be up to the challenge. If they're not, uh, this could be a series that goes six or seven like everybody thought Portland would take the Lakers. Maybe Dallas is live in this and uh, has, a, has a shot because Luka is just unguardable right now. Uh, okay. Um, I was impressed by Houston. I saw some big-time defense being played. I, I also am realistic they're playing against a really young Oklahoma City team um, that, that kind of collectively you know, shit the bed. Uh, when it got to the fourth quarter and they had a lead, Dennis Schroeder trying to go one on one, and they just don't have enough offense if Chris Paul can't get a step. But I wasn't. I I would. I'd be lying if I didn't say I was super impressed. Um, should I be? You know, it, Robert Covington is is a guy who is really coveted in this league. One of these three and D characters who who could kill you on the wing and then lock you down. But you're right. I think they had eight steals. In game two, James Harden actually playing defense again against uh, Gallinari, which is which is one thing. Let me see them do that in the next round against LeBron. Let me see them do that against Anthony Davis, and I'll be impressed. But they do look like a problem right now, Doug. I do wonder. Okay, they look so good in these two games without Russell Westbrook. We know he's a ball dominant mid range shooter. I just wonder what's going to be their state of mind when he comes back. Is he going to upset the apple cart? We know Harden has not really worked with everyone. We know Russ had his issues with Paul George and Kevin Durant, who was the superstar. Uh, I'm curious as to whether or not they take a step back when Russ returns. Mm -hmm. Okay, NBA draft lottery last night. If you're the Minnesota Timberwolves, what do you do? I go Anthony Edwards, the shooting guard out of Georgia. I know people are going to push LaMelo Ball. You may even push LaMelo Ball. No. But I I think D'Angelo Russell and LaMelo Ball would fight uh, you know, if that was the backcourt in the preseason and it would carry over into the season, I don't think that would work for LaMelo Ball. He's the big story at the draft. I think it's a match made in heaven with him and Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, uh, LaVar Ball, uh, LaMelo. I mean, this is, you know, you know the uh, Hornets need to sell tickets badly. And you know their backcourt is a, bu- a couple dogs, right? Devontae Graham, Terry Rozier. Those guys, they're not willing to give up positions easily. I think LaMelo fits third. I, I can't see him operating in the Golden State Warriors system. Um, you know, I, I mean, maybe they take a chance on him and say, hey, let's go ultra small with really three guards. Andrew Wiggins is a four. But I, I, I don't know if Steve, Carr's, Steve Kerr's ready to go that radical. But I have Anthony Edwards going one. They, they'd have a decent nucleus, right? Edwards, Cat, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley. Remember, they got him in the trade with Denver. He's a ninth young shooter. You're going Malik Beasley on me. That's that's really the kind of the game changer. I, I'm <laughs> I, I'm with you on Lamelo. Like, look, I I actually think he could be good with the Warriors as a developmental guy because he really likes to pass and and their culture of working on your game and your shooting could only really help him. But I I also think that you the gist that you get is hey they they want to win in the next kind of three years, and that's the thing about the draft. Most drafts guys aren't going to help you for three years. And then this draft, guys are, are you know, very far away. Um, yeah. Even after those top three, um, even after those top, especially after those top three, fr- from helping you right away. Okay, um, last thing, Milwaukee Bucks dominate the Orlando Magic. 
Um, are we good now? We all set. That's just the Bucks with one stinker, or was Game One a sign of things to come? No, I think they're fine with Orlando, Doug. But I do. If you look at Chris Middleton, I mean, he was like one for eight shooting. He's now shooting, I believe, twenty percent from the field in this series. Like this is a problem. If he's your number two guy. Okay, and the next round you're going to be facing a Miami team that has a lot of offense. I don't know about you, but I'm just over the top on Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Buckets. I like this Miami Heat team a lot. Uh, Milwaukee can just destroy Orlando. That's fine, but they are going to have major problems with Miami. Bam Adebayo can match up with Giannis. You know, nobody can stop Giannis, but he's going to get his. But Bam Adebayo is a a good young player defensively. And I think Miami can push or beat the Bucs in the next round. Last thing, why do you think the ratings are down for the NBA playoffs? Oh, this is, you can't, you can't, this can't make this a last one. Uh, You know, it doesn't help that markets in the East, New York, uh, obviously Chicago in the Midwest, L.A., Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Your head. <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Before LeBron got there, was pretty awful. For yeah, well, well, hold but but New York was not in the playoffs last year. Chicago was not in the playoffs last year. Year to year, down forty percent on ESPN. Why do you think that is? I, 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 I listen. It's a confluence of events. It's not one thing. People uh, going more to watch politics as America is in trouble. Uh, you know, uh, obviously the social issues don't always help. But uh, again, I, I just find it hard to believe that an NBA fan who maybe plays fantasy, goes to games, gambles on games. Is all of a sudden saying, eh, hey, they got Black Lives Matter on the court. I'm not watching. Like, I just, I don't buy that. Uh, I mean, maybe one or two people, but I'm not buying these jabronis on Twitter who are pushing that angle. It's a lot of factors at play. Um, and, and I think they'll be helped once the big markets get better and, uh, you know, the super teams emerge once again. Because their ratings were great when the Warriors made that run to the finals. Must see TV. Straight Fire is the podcast. You can hear it every morning. Thanks to my good friend, Jason McIntyre. J Mac, thanks for joining us on All Ball. Anytime, buddy. Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, my thanks to Jason McIntyre. 
Again, that uh, podcast is Straight Fire, which uh, you can download on a daily basis, some about 20, 30 minutes long. Uh, Jason, the founder of The Big Lead as well. Okay, so maybe a couple thoughts on the NBA draft. Look, I, I, I'm not going to hold LeVar against LaMelo, right? nor am I going to hold Lonzo against LaMelo. Um, because here, here's what we'll do. We'll say, hey, look, Lonzo was a good athlete, went to the NBA, got some legit strength training, became a very, very good athlete, and a dynamic defender, which he wasn't at, at UCLA or in high school. They just pressed and reached, and it wasn't good fundamentals or whatever. And, and so you'll say, okay, well, why can't the same thing happen to LaMelo? Okay, so if the good can happen to LaMelo, why can't the bad as well? And here's what I mean. Lonzo obviously has always shot the ball wrong side of his face, and he's kind of moved it over a little bit to the middle of his head, but he still struggles with his shooting. I know we think of... Now, part of the LaMelo thing with the shot percent, field goal percentages is he takes a lot of bad shots, but he's not a great finisher, and his brother's not a good finisher, and he's not a very good shooter. Look at the numbers, the raw data when he played in Australia. Don't watch the highlights. Watch the actual game. Still bad shots. Shies away from contact. Not a great finisher, doesn't want to play defense. Now, all of that skill is great, but I am yet to find an all-time great NBA player who isn't, at their core, tough-ass motherfucker, right? Like, there just doesn't exist. Tell me the guy where he's... Like, Larry Bird is a, like a, like, almost like a killer. You know, he walked in the three-point shooting contest, which one of you guys finished in second? He was a trash talker. He wasn't trash. He was a shit talker, right? Magic had all smile. Magic, Isaiah Thomas. Those guys are killers. LeBron, one of the reasons that other guys in the league and former pros, you know, I had Mario Elion when I was hosting this week, who was like, man, I'm all about Jordan. It's mentality. Like, LeBron still wants to win. He's just seen as too nice. But he's he doesn't shy away from physicality. And I understand you're just a kid, but I, I just... I would caution you about LaMelo, which he does. He might lack that mentality where Anthony Edwards does not. Now, Anthony Edwards may not have the skill or the vision and may ultimately not become what LaMelo could become. But I, I think it's worthy of at least a, a bit of a discussion, right? That, that like, hey, dude, this dude is tough as hell. And the LaMelo thing, I do think he's actually helped by his brother. Like, well, you know, we were in denial of his brother. Like, his brother has not, his brother really hurt Alvin Gentry. One of the reasons Alvin Gentry got fired. Let's just kind of be honest. Um, I like Anthony Edwards because of his mentality. I don't think uh, Onyeka Ngangu, who's uh, played at USC, I don't think he's a true number one pick worthy guy, but he's like, he's going to be a starting big in the league, or worst case scenario, a sixth man big in the league for 15 years. He blocks shots, he makes shots, he's got no baggage. And oh yeah, by the way, he too went to, <laughs> went to, went to Chino Hills. Um, I'm much bigger on him than, than others are. I, I would also tell you that there's, there, Killian Hayes is a a point guard who's much more skilled as a shooter, a little bit more refined, also has played pro basketball, who I actually, I don't like his vision as much as I like the vision of, uh, 
of LaMelo Ball, but I like every other part of his game and the toughness more than I like LaMelo Ball. So somebody's going to get themselves a really, really good player. Cole Anthony has great toughness. I just He's not a guy that people like to play with, but I do think that he'll, he's got a chance to have, at worst, at worst, an Austin Rivers type of career. At worst. Where, like, Austin Rivers is a guy that kind of a different dude, but Austin Rivers is still an effective, off-the-bench scoring guard. That's what I think Cole Anthony can become. But for the LaMelo Ball people, I'm not going to hold his dad against him or his brother against him. But if you want to tell me that his brother could develop his body so LaMelo can develop his body, I'm okay with that as long as you, uh, as long as you understand that his brother hasn't developed a finishing game and hasn't, is still is not a good enough shooter. And if you actually watched LaMelo play and didn't watch highlights, you'd be like, wow, he, his body needs a lot of work and his shot needs a lot of development and he's lacking that toughness that the best of the best have. And if you think that they're not going to come at him, it doesn't mean that he can't do it, that he's not skilled. He's taller than his brother. He's super skilled. He has good vision. He's not, not scared. He's got confidence. But he shies away from, from physicality. He doesn't play defense. And some of it's bad shots, but some of it is he's just not a good enough shooter at this point in his career. Can that be fixed as opposed to his brother, who where they've, we've really struggled to find a fix for him? Uh, one last thing, and this is important. So Carmelo Anthony hit some shots in the NBA's regular season, if you will. And people said, you were all wrong about Melo. I think the answer is yes and no. Okay, we're two games into the playoffs, and Carmelo Anthony is 4 of 17 from the field. 4 of 17. Now, again, in all fairness, he had one really bad game and just an okay game. But the the point about Melo is not could he actually play basketball or could he make shots. Was he willing to accept a tertiary, tertiary or even lower role? Previously, the answer was no, not really. And then the two things that hold him back from a championship caliber team reaching out to him was one... Could he or would he guard anybody? And the answer is not really. They don't play any defense. So, you know. And two, when you're older, when you're in your mid-30s and you're past your prime, you can't bring it every night. What is the percentage of seven games in which you have your A caliber game? And the answer is, well, we're two into a seven-game series and he hasn't had an A caliber game yet. He had a B minus and a D game. And, and so, if you want to ask yourself, well, why didn't the Lakers pick him up? It's reasonable. The Lakers need offense. But the Lakers built this team on defense. I think there was some concern whether or not, because they're such close friends, that, and this happened with, you know, this happened with LeBron previously, where they're really close friends, but do you want them to be such good friends that he doesn't pay any attention, like with Dwayne Wade, does he pay attention to anybody else in the team? Like, you got to be one. LeBron's already his own enterprise. He's already such a superstar, so recognizable, it's ridiculous. LeBron's already there. But to alienate him from the TV more by bringing in one of his best friends, I don't think they thought would work. And then the idea of, like, hey, can LeBron handle, or can Carmelo handle, coming off the bench? They're, they're already bringing Kyle Kuzma off the bench. The idea is that you know, you'd be eating up some of Kuzma's minutes. It just wouldn't work. 
but at the end of the day, the real reason that older players get passed over by teams is, one, they haven't played a role where they're coming off the bench or limited minutes, and they struggle with that role. Some of that's probably true with Carmelo. Two, you, you got nowadays, you have to be able, if you one through four, you got to be able to guard somebody. And if you can't, that gets exposed. And when you get to the higher level, and the playoff is a higher level, now all of those, any flaw you have gets even more pronounced. And so to the people who shouted on the rooftops, you're wrong about Mello. No, we were right. No one said he sucked or that he couldn't play in the NBA. Can, can he help you win a playoff series or several playoff series? And the answer does not appear to be yes. Right? Zach Collins is out. He's in a boot. They can't go small and play Mello at the four because, dude, he has no shot against Anthony Davis. He has no shot against LeBron. None. None. That's just the reality of it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right, Kurt Heelan joins us. Uh, he's the lead NBA writer, managing editor for NBCSports.com. Um, Kurt, coming into the playoffs, who are the two teams you thought were going to be in the finals? I had the Bucks coming out of the East and uh, the Clippers coming out of the West. And now? I'm still sticking with the Bucks, although I kind of just heard you talking. Boston, Boston always scared me. They were the team that I, if if, if Milwaukee wasn't firing an, on all cylinders, I'm with you. I, I think they maybe are a player away, but I really like them, and I really like, I like versatile teams in the playoffs. I like teams that can can get their offense in a variety of ways, can switch on defense, and that's what they, that's what Boston brings. I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I mean, now they're without Hayward for a while, which hurts. Um, but, you know, Kemba Walker and then Marcus Smart up top, like, they can throw a variety of looks at you. You mentioned really great coaching with Brad Stevens, putting those guys in the right positions. I just like the way they're constructed. They're a dangerous team. I'm just not con- – if the Bucks are defending well, they're tough. And it's, it basically comes down – Boston's going to have to nail a bunch of threes above the break. If they do that, they're in there. They can absolutely beat them. Um, uh, um, let's, let's discuss the Lakers. Do they? What holds you back about the Lakers? Just not enough offense. LeBron being a little long in the tooth, not buying into Anthony Davis. D all of the above. Like, where are you in the Lakers? I, I, it was almost a coin flip for me between the Lakers and the Clippers. Again, I went with the Clippers on paper before this started because of versatility, and I have not seen the defense from them that I saw from the Lakers in the second game of their series. I haven't. They just haven't been together enough. I would just say they haven't shown cohesion. Cohesion would imply that they were all together at some point and didn't get the chance to. They've been so banged up. Uh, and, and guys missing time, and now you know, uh, you've know you got Patrick Beverly missing time. The Lakers, as much as it just – it's a little bit of the island of misfit toys on paper, mm-hmm. they play for LeBron, and they play for Frank Vogel, and they play hard, and they, they've been smart about def- – defense they're a long team and it really causes trouble defensively for teams and you know i at the end of the day it becomes about matchups mm-hmm. especially when you get deep in the nba playoffs it's just you know the lakers can run it's the last five minutes of a close game i'm just running a whole lot of lebron james anthony davis pick and roll and saying good luck stop that and i'm not sure that there's an answer for that around the league so I'm not. I am sold that they are very good. I love that their defense is back, and I'm. 
I mean, if I had to pick today, I'd say they're playing better than the Clippers, but I'm, I'm too stubborn to move off my pick yet. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm a little stubborn to move off my pick as well, and I know that the Clippers are playing <laughs> without Pat Beverly, who uh, is kind of their heart and soul, and I do think he makes them yeah. a little different. I don't know if... You know, I, I don't know if the Reggie Jackson thing didn't screw him up. That's what it feels like to me. Um, I'm not... I'm with you. I'm not... Look, if Reggie Jackson's fine in the regular season for 15 minutes a night or something off the bench, whatever, I... I don't want him out there in crunch time minutes of a playoff game and, and playing heavy minutes in a playoff game, and that's kind of just where the Clippers are. Uh, okay, let me let me let me ask you about uh, about the Rockets. Um, any potential for the Rockets there? Like, I I got to be honest with you, I've have been impressed not yeah. just with the defense, but also like they look like a legit team. And a lot of these teams, I think there's going to be better chemistry. They're spending more time around each other. There's less nonsense or whatever. Um, so I'm kind of impressed by the Rockets. I don't know if I'm impressed enough to think they can win a series, but I do think they'll be a hard out. Doug, is there any team buying into what the coach is selling more than Houston right now? Like they, they went with just not even you know everybody's calling it micro ball because you know you're using PJ Tucker for large stretches at the five and Robert Covington. It's not even not even guys who are genuinely centers. They're like, their roster has completely bought into this is what's going to happen and this is what we need. We can make this work and this is going to be fun. They are having each other's backs and then you got into it. They're, look, I wasn't ever worried about them being able to score. I mean, that James Harden guy's pretty good at that. Um, <laughs> he sets guys up. Like, I wasn't worried about their ability to get buckets, but the defense was always the question and they've been. The effort has absolutely been there. They've been sharp with their rotations. They've been as physical. They've been physical. You think you can just? It's not simple. Like, oh, you know what? They got small guys out there. We'll just throw it in the post. You try to move PJ Tucker out of the post. No, nah, <laughs> good luck with that. Well, here, here's 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 the thing about so so. I got a chance to coach a couple years ago in Israel in the Maccabi games. Right? It's like the oh yeah yeah okay. And so, um, you know, it's interesting. I went over there and I had two big guys. And so we play the Israel under-22 national team, and we're down 18 nothing to start the game. And I'm like, holy shit, I don't know what I'm doing. right? Like, I thought I knew how to coach, and I didn't know what I was doing. And then I, I was like, all right, hold on. We gotta, first thing is you got to get off the snide. we got to score. So I took my two big guys out, and I decided to play small. And um, we, we climbed back in the game within four in the second half. And it was a scrimmage, and our best player rolled his ankle, and then I was just like, all right, let's just play everybody, whatever. But I ended up uh, playing in the play, you know, throughout the thing, and, and playing mostly small, and then adjusting occasionally using one big guy and then two big guys and toggling my lineup. But what I learned about coaching small ball was a couple things I'd already known, and a couple things that I thought, and a couple things I had no idea. And I think Houston already knew all these things and is discovering. First of all, when you're smaller, you're allowed, especially in the post, you get away with a lot more defensively. You just do. Like, the big guys always get called for a push-off or an elbow or whatever. For no fault of their own, they're just big. Big guys don't get the calls the way the guards do. So the first thing is you can be crazy physical when you're small. Second of all, you end up switching. A lot of times you'll switch everything when you're playing small ball. And... It's really hard to run offense when you're small, when, 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 you're, when they're switching everything. It's really hard. you got to have a very well-designed desi- uh, offense, and you got to be able to take advantage of the switches with rolls and post-ups and slips, and that, that, that's a very difficult thing to do. And then offensively, 
while you you may take more jump shots and sometimes even if you don't have a better shooting team, I always feel like you're going to shoot a better percentage because you have more guys that can naturally handle the ball and naturally make passes. And then the last thing is, and this is something that Oklahoma City has fallen victim to, is you know the whole year you work on your sets and your offense and this and that. And what happens is when you have one big guy and they have Steven Adams and they have all small guys, you become fixated on throwing the ball into low post, even though you never played that way the whole year, yeah. right? And you stop running offense. You stop doing anything. And oh yeah, by the way, when your big guy gets way more touches than he, Steven Adams is getting twice, three times as many touches as he normally gets. He's exhausted. So now he's not making the shots he normally makes. And now he's not defending the way he normally defends because he's getting the ball so much more because we think he has a mismatch every time down. Those are some of the things I learned coaching small ball. Actually, that's really fascinating. And I think the the idea that you start to get out of your game plan because you want to attack or get out of what you're comfortable and best doing because you're like, oh, this is how we have to beat them gets you is what gets you in trouble, right? Like you you start to think, oh, we're going to do this. Stephen Adams, you should not be running your offense through Stephen Adams. And I, by the way, I love Stephen Adams as a player. Like I love, he, he remains the best Dothraki player in the NBA. There's, there's your Game of Thrones reference. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but he's like, I love, I love him playing. But he's not the guy I'm running my offense through. That's no. not what he brings to the table. And then you've got these NBA players. James Harden is a really good post defender. He's strong in the lower body. You're not moving him. They've got. You've got to pick the right guys. It's not that easy to just post guys up. And then, again, if you're getting away from what you do, you're in trouble. I'm curious what happens to Houston when they run into teams. The Clippers like to post Kawhi. LeBron James is a beast in the post. Like There are teams that can cause them problems with those plays, but it doesn't seem to be Oklahoma City. No, I think I think Kawhi will have a field day. People forget yeah. that Kawhi was a, he was a, he was a center. Growing up, and he's a very refined post scorer, and those same those same matchups are not those are not good. Like James Harden's a good post defender, Kawhi Leonard's an excellent post scorer. That that could get ugly in in a hurry. Do you look any differently at, on Giannis after seeing him? That I know they they ride the ship in game two, but game one, he, some of the old warts, the missed free throws, the missed three pointers, the the lack of feeling of what to do and when to do it. We saw it once in the regular season. Does that change how you view Giannis at all? Not terribly. I, although, I, I, if if we see those same issues, if if we see then he hasn't grown, and frankly the Bucks haven't grown, and they get bounced by the Celtics or whomever, uh, Toronto. We should we keep sleeping on Toronto. We should not be sleeping on Toronto. <laughs> They're like they might be the best team in the bubble right now. Um, then I'm going to have my questions. Like at some point, I need to see it, but I'm not going to take it for just one bad first game against Orlando. And he had some rough spots in the bubble during this year. But but I'm watching. Like I am. Like did this team? Did Mike Budenholzer? Did you know? They've always run into trouble. All right, we're going to wall off Giannis. We're going to put three guys there. Are you going to beat me with Plan B? And they started to in Game Two. Um, but that's against the Magic. I, I need to see it against better teams. I need to see them adapt because they certainly didn't in Game One. Yeah, where are you with, with with Toronto? I I everybody likes them. I like them. I'm blown away by how by by what's happened with Fred Van Vliet's career. Yeah. Um, but I I also I'm also realistic in that generally in the playoffs you do need that seemingly need that alpha to kind of carry you over the threshold which they had last year. What are your thoughts on this version of Toronto? I, I think it's. I think I'm with you here, which is look. They're playing great defense right now. They know how to score as a team. 
um, Pascal Siakam has stepped up into a, a kind of a poor man's Kawhi type of role for them from last year. Um, you know, Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry. Yeah, their defense is just sharp. Their rotations are sharp. When it gets down to the final, four, you know, four eight four teams in the East, maybe final two teams, and I can really the other team's good enough to take away that stuff. You know, Kawhi just got his shot. You end up needing a guy who can just go get his shot. So why the Warriors went and got Kevin Durant? They ended, at the end of the day, as good as as good as Steph Curry and all of them were, they needed one more guy who could just go get his shot in the half court. I'm just not sure they have that guy right now. That that is ultimately, I think, their undoing. And every time I say that, I've, I've been selling them short all year, Doug, and I've been wrong all year. So I'm, I'm, I'm starting to take my Spurs feel with them, which is, I'm, I, you know, I wasn't going to say the Spurs missed the playoffs until they were mathematically eliminated uh, on the last day. I'm, I'm starting to do that with Toronto. Um, okay, la- la- last thing. Um, has there ever been a less hyped draft class than this draft class? <laughs> No, I don't. Is there is there any time you'd be like, yeah, it's just been, I, there, people are trying to make stars out of these guys, right? You're trying to make, oh, Melo Ball has all, Melo Ball does have potential. Melo Ball shot might be worse than. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Lonzo, like it's, it is worse than Lonzo's right now. Lonzo's just coming along. So, uh, it, uh, yeah. It, does, it, does does Lonzo hurt LaMelo? And let me, let me, look, I think he helps him from the, Lonzo wasn't seen as a, he wouldn't play, de- he didn't play defense until yeah. he got to the NBA and he's become a really good defensive guard. Yeah. Um, and he's, his body has changed and developed and he's become a really good, a-, a very good athlete. So there is that for LaMelo where he's long now and he, he does lack kind of muscle tone. He doesn't seem like he's he's a great athlete. But maybe on the other hand, like he, he Lonzo can't finish. Neither can LaMelo. He doesn't seem to like yeah. contact. And L- LaMelo just doesn't have – he's also didn't make a high percentage of shots. Granted, you're playing against men. But it, some of it's shot selection, but some of it, as you pointed out, he's going to have to fix his shot. And then there's just so much he has to learn, like his his brother, where, you know, like, I don't think his brother's out of the league, but to go from the number two pick to being uh, one of the reasons Alvin Gentry gets fired is a massive drop-off. I just, I wonder if 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 Lonzo helps or hurts his brother. It's a good question. Lonzo is, is I think Lonzo at this point is like a solid rotation NBA player. Like, I, I you know, he's fine. But he certainly wasn't, and the, you know, the worst thing that happened to him in his career might have been Magic Johnson at his press con- introductory press conference, but, you know, saying, "Oh, your number, we expect you to be up there on the on the with all these other retired numbers." That said, I think it hurts him. A, I, or I, well, I mean, I think this is what hurts him. Lonzo, for all his flaws, is a gym rat. Lonzo puts in the work. Like that, that's not really the question around the league. Does Lamelo? The, the real question with him, and frankly, he's not the only guy in this draft class. The, the real question is, will he put in the work, or is he just kind of the, an Instagram sensation and expects to be that way, and is going to learn some hard lessons in the pros, or is he 
is he going to grind like he's going to need to grind to to maximize that potential? And where you fall on that scale is what you think of of Lamelo. It's a great point. Well, listen, uh, I really I, I love your stuff. At uh, of course, you can check it out at NBCSports.com. Follow him on Twitter at Basketball Talk. Kurt, thanks so much for spending some time with us here in the All Ball Podcast. And thanks for having me on, Doug. Take care of yourself and stay healthy, man. All right, it's Kurt Heelan, lead NBA writer, managing editor, NBCSports.com. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. All right, uh, tune in next week. We'll, uh, uh, you know, we may get a weekend one in as well. Get another pod in. But uh, I do think the Lakers are fine. I do think the Clippers will... They'll figure it out. I think Luca is a bad. He's a bad boy, but they just don't play enough defense yet. I don't. I'm not buying that Dallas can be this good offensively and that bad defensively and beat a good Clippers team. I think the Clippers will figure it out. It may take them six to do so. I think the Bucks will be okay. I offer very limited opinion on Utah and Denver. You know, I think Denver's a better team, but man. Spider Mitchell was pretty nasty, and now he gets Mike Conley back to give him a little bit of a breather. Some of it's better with him having the ball. Some of it's worse. Obviously, he learned a little bit from games one to game two. Um, and I like the Pacers in the heat. I think they could both. But I, the Celtics are still my team that can come out of the East, not name the Milwaukee Bucks. I just You have a star score in a Jason Tatum. You have versatility defensively. And I'm still a believer that I don't think Kemba is as good as Kyrie, but I think better dude. They get along better, and I will tell you this about Kemba, and maybe it's me watching him too much in college and not as much in the pros. Game on the line, I have just as much faith that Kemba can get his own shot and make a bucket as I did that Kyrie could, and I think they're two of the best in the game. So you got great coaching. You got good length, versatility. 
I like the Celtics. I still have the Celtics coming out of the East. I have the Clippers coming out of the West. But I am nervous about the Clippers because they have not shown the cohesion I thought they would show. I thought you would really enjoy both perspectives on the NBA from Jason McIntyre, Kurt Heelan, of course, mine. Uh, and, And remember to download, subscribe, and rate. Listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific. In the meantime, enjoy the playoffs. I think we'll have college basketball. We'll talk some bubble talk next week as well. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Play.